Hey, what's up, my royal priesthood? I am in the process of rekindling my love for music and really dealing with trauma concerning music. So trigger warning, I'm going to be dealing with some mental health issues and trauma. So hit that intro. Don't forget to subscribe, comment and like, leave a comment and share. Let's hit it. You've heard me talk in previous episodes about my love for music and how I began singing in the choir at three years old and really getting my bearings as a musician and started taking piano lessons at the age of about five or six and, you know, been through my struggles and stuff as a musician. Um, however, working in the church as a musician brings trauma and brings a lot. And in the few years that I've been deconstructing or continuing my journey of deconstruction, I have been really rekindling my love for music. And it's, it's been a journey, um, especially with the events that happened um, in 2021. Dealing with an abusive leader and constantly abusive people in religion, it really teaches you how to allow yourself to be manipulated in the name of God. Let's be real. And this is something I came to the conclusion to when I was watching the Who the Fuck Did I Marry series. And I noticed that a lot of religious people, we deal with narcissistic abuse a lot because that is what's in the church. And me being not only a musician, but a minister, I got that double fold. But for me, it was always something about me and doing music um, with some of the ministries that I've been in. I had... I have been tasked with building up music departments. And then when the department starts growing and all of a sudden you have a jealous pastor that tries to interfere with your job and calls unnecessary meetings to critique you and finding shit to pick with. Then in the last ministry I had, I had a really controlling ass leader. He loved to do this thing that they do in the church called sitting down. If he felt that you weren't focusing enough in ministry, he would sit you down. And which I really found out that sitting down shit is a whole bunch of control. And a lot of former musicians for church will tell you the pastors are the worst people sometimes to deal with because number one, they don't want to pay your ass. But with the last situation, the way I got sat down was after I exposed um, one of the in-house leaders for abusing the me the members and manipulating people and really using his position to take advantage of people. I got sat down, quote unquote, because I needed to refocus my life when at that point I was very well focused, very well skilled in what I did and what I know. So how dare you? come up in my face saying that I'm not focused when at that time I was also facing homelessness, which he knew and did nothing to help me. This man blocked me on social media because I was crowdfunding to help pay my bills and have somewhere to lay my fucking head. So in all of this, he sat me down and basically tried to separate me from the one thing I loved. And that was music. Now I never stopped doing music. I never stopped writing. But through that experience culminated with all of the other bullshit that I've had to deal with in church, being called out of my name by the adults, 
because I was obviously a queer trans child. I didn't fit the other kids. And, you know, when you're when you grow up in a religious household and you're a musician and a kid, the pressure is on you to really live a holy lifestyle to not be gay, not be anything that the Bible detests. And baby, I couldn't help who I am. Look at me now. I'm a beautiful black woman. Okay. So now that I've began deconstructing and I'm really dealing with the trauma of things surrounding me with music. And I don't understand what it is with church leadership that they feel the need to always come at the musicians for whatever reason, or they always want to come at the vulnerable chains of ministry. I've never understood that control and narcissism. This is why I'm so glad I separated from my, myself from religion. And with that, it really made me question if music is really what I want to do. And as I continue to rekindle the music here and there, I'll write a beat. I'll do something. Whereas it will be times and my best friend can tell you that I will be up late at night perfecting a song, learning how to produce my own music. And right now I'm in a place to regathering myself financially after that big storm and facing homelessness. So right now my focus is rebuilding my finances, rebuilding my brand and really getting to the cusp of my creativity and finding that love for music again. And I'm grateful that I am finding that love for music again because music for me is a passion. It's more than just a passion. It's life for me. It is so precious. It's something that my grandmother and my uncle and my family introduced me to. And has it has been something that has helped me through so much trauma in my life. I have written songs about the wild experiences that I've been through. The song I have sustaining that's up right now. Y'all can get that in the show notes. Don't laugh at the production. I self-produced that like almost 10 years ago and I'm working to get more professional. So if y'all want to help your girl out, support me. Y'all know what to do. Hit them links in the show notes. But I, I've been taking time to really research and see what it takes. Um, I want to do background singer work, but because of how I identify, because I am a trans woman, I realize the hardship, unfortunately, and the things that I will face because I've already dealt with that in ministry. And being in church, it really prepared me really for how cutthroat the music industry is. I've got a whole new mindset now. And I'm one, don't cross me because I'm going, I'm going to stick it to you where it hurts. I'm a nice person, but I cannot be nice sometimes too. And through all of this, I've really, re I've really found myself in my music and expanding genres. And I used to be ashamed to play on live. I used to be ashamed to really play um, on TikTok live because my chords sound so churchy. But here lately, I've been really practicing and experimenting and relearning theor uh, theory and relearning the skills, reacclimating myself to what music is, what made me fall in love with music. And whenever I think about those times with music, I think about the times that I had with my grandmother growing up, listening to her vinyl records, listening to the Barrett sisters, um, listening to them saying, only at Jesus. like hearing that rich soprano and alto. That does so much for me, but also hearing the new school people like SZA, um, Summer Walker, Meg The Stallion, 
just enhancing, even listening to metal now and incorporating that. And I look forward to sharing my music with you. And I realized in me undoing my trauma, I've been channeling that into music so much. And I took a chance on my adult platforms and started playing while I was streaming live. And surprisingly, and I say surprisingly because sometimes I underestimate myself because of the bullshit that I've been in with in church. I started playing and people loved the chords. People started coming in and I started singing a little bit and I had a good fucking time. So I've been kind I've been kind of integrating music and my love for music into my adult content. But I still want to bring, you know, things for everybody else. And maybe this is just me having that dualism. But there are often times where I'm fearful that I'm putting more time into my other places of content, my shows and adult content. And really, it's just me expressing myself and being me. And I'm learning how not to be ashamed and pave my own lane. I know in paving your own lane is going to be a lonely road and people won't understand. But it's not for them to fucking understand. It's really not for them to understand. It's for you to live your life and express yourself because when you are authentic to yourself, you're going to bring in the people that were made just for you. And I absolutely love where I am right now. Am I, am I prepared to quit adult entertainment for the sake of my music career? I am. I know that it's going to be uncomfortable if I have to do that and when I have to do it. But I will cross that bridge when I get to it. But right now, like all of these other celebrities, like the cishet celebrities, I'm going to embrace my black trans queer sexuality and I'm going to fucking enjoy it. And I don't care what people have to say. I'm going to enjoy my life. That's where I stand for me. As for me in my house, I'm going to be happy regardless of what people say. I'm just going to be happy. And not only have I been rekindling my love for music, I have really been also taking time to enjoy me and work on the things that I want to. I've really been focusing on my paper and I took the time to enhance some things for Merlin Mystique. So there's a special thing for her in my show notes. So y'all check that out. But, and that's for those that want to check out that side. If y'all don't want to, fine. I give you, I, I give consent, of course, you know. But also on top of focusing on that area, I have really been taking inventory over the friendship that I had to sever. I'm not going to trash that person. I'm, you know, that person's no longer part of my life and I don't have to deal with that being anymore. And I'm okay, I'm okay that it ended. I hate how it ended. But I recognize that me transitioning meant that other aspects of my life was, life was going to transition. And I knew this. I tried to prepare for it as best as I could. But it's, it, it is what it is. Some things you can't fully prepare for. That's a, that's a fact of life. You can't get over some things. And I've been taking time for me and really dedicating myself to rest because my mental health is important but my physical health is important as well and I dare not you know keep putting myself in harm's way by not resting and taking care of my mental health and taking that time to grieve do I hate that I lost a friend yes I really have 
And I really have been feeling the weight of dysphoria some days. Um, it's been five months since I had facial fem. And there are some days to where I'm like, I still can't believe that I've had facial fem. But also it's like, okay, I'm seeing the results. But I'm like, why does it have to take so long? And I, it's it's been one thing or the other. But I, in the midst of that, I make myself look at myself in the mirror. And I start pepping myself. I'll be like, bitch, you are beautiful. Okay, whose beauty standards are you trying to fulfill? You don't have anybody's beauty standards to fulfill. Girl, live your fucking life. Do what the fuck you got to do, honey, and live. Because, yes, I do cuss myself out like that. You have to... You have to, like, really go in, like, don't cause yourself trauma. But be like, girl, even if you have to cause like, bitch, you are fabulous. Fuck what other people got to say, girl. Live your life. And that's just where I'm at. And I recognize uh -huh, that in this time of me healing, reconciling things, and really focusing on my life, and focusing on my relationship and career, and the friendships that matter, that has also helped me as a singer, as an artist, but also as a person. And I'm I'm happy that I still have music. And now that I've rekindled that music through all of this, there are so many songs that I can now write through my experiences that I restricted myself from. And one thing I have to say is you have to stop restricting yourself. There's no need to restrict yourself. But if you're finding yourself struggling with your passion, I would advise you to take time to really sit back, take a break, evaluate, and process your feelings about that craft. Process any trauma that you may have. Even if you have to talk to a therapist or to a, a professional. I really would advise you to speak with someone, journal it. And through your journaling and writing, and you start to uh, process those feelings, or as some people will say, do your shadow work. Um, I do believe that that will bring you into a newfound love with your passion. So I want y'all to hit me in the comments. Let me know if you've ever lost your passion for something and what you did to regain that passion or if you went back to that passion or did you find passion somewhere else reach out to me y'all live love and be free from the priestess smooch ass <laughs>